Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Safety brief. Some of the language in this morning's scripture may be particularly troubling for some listeners. Psalm 1. Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or take the path that sinners tread, or sit in the seat of scoffers, but their delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water, which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither. In all that they do, they prosper. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Jeremiah chapter 13, verses 20 through 27. Lift up your eyes and see those who come from the north. Where is the flock that was given you, your beautiful flock? What will you say when they set as head over you those whom you have trained to be your allies? Will not pangs take hold of you like those of a woman in labor? And if you say in your heart, Why have these things come upon me? It is for the greatness of your iniquity that your skirts are lifted up and you are violated. Can Ethiopians change their skin or leopards their spots? Then also you can do good who are accustomed to do evil. I will scatter you like chaff driven by the wind from the desert. This is your lot, the portion I have measured out to you, says the Lord, because you have forgotten me and trusted in lies. I myself will lift up your skirts over your face, and your shame will be seen. I have seen your abominations, your adulteries, and your names, your shameless prostitutions on the hills of the countryside. Woe to you, O Jerusalem! How long will it be before you are made clean? 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 17 through chapter 2 verse 1 If you invoke as father the one who judges all people impartially according to their deeds live in reverent fear during the time of your exile you know that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your ancestors not with perishable things like silver or gold but with the precious blood of Christ like that of a lamb without defect or blemish He was destined before the foundation of the world, but was revealed at the end of the ages for your sake. Through him you have come to trust in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are set on God. Now that you have purified your souls by your obedience to the truth, so that you have genuine mutual love, love one another deeply from the heart. You have been born anew, not perishable, but of imperishable seed, through the living and enduring word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers, and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord endures forever. That word is the good news that was announced to you. Rid yourselves, therefore, of all malice and all guile, insincerity, envy, and all slander. This morning's reading is one of those... Uh, from the prophets who um, 
sometimes have some really awesome, inspiring things to say, and also very often have some really difficult and troubling and convicting things to say. And Jeremiah, it starts out kind of nice. Um, it's hard to read at first, but essentially God is saying through Jeremiah, you know, don't trust um, wholeheartedly in your allies. Don't set them above you. He's speaking of um, the different um, groups that um, the kings would make treaties with in surrounding uh, cultures and, and kingdoms. He says, don't set them above you, um, and you'll begin to feel pangs like those of a woman in labor. And it's painful, but, you f- but it's good, or you expect it to be good. And then Jeremiah kind of takes you, like drags you through the gutter and starts talking uh, and reminds the reader um, with God's voice saying, look, you know, I'm, I don't forget so easily. Um, and Jeremiah uses some choice language about maybe not rape, but certainly sexual assault. Um, I'll lift your skirts over your face and um, he's angry. God is angry and he's, I've said it before, but um, I'll continue to say it, that this idea that God is the immovable mover or the stoic, unfeeling, unchanging entity is possibly one of the most misleading elements of modern theology, I think, because it's quite clear that God has emotions and God gets angry. God is a jealous God. Um, These are deeply human things that uh, occur to us, that even seem to occur to God. Um, And that's also the beauty of the Incarnation, that Jesus is that very representation of God's um, ability and willingness to enter human flesh through a woman, through the pangs of labor, through the danger that that brings and the, the joy that that um, promises. And Paul, I'm sorry, not Paul, um, first letter of Peter, um, very unlikely the apostle Peter, but probably some community or school that followed Peter very closely. He says, he, it's not necessarily directly related to Jeremiah, but the, the revised common lectionary clearly has it in mind, um, that you are ransomed from these futile ways that you've inherited from your ancestors of forgetting God, seeking other alliances, trusting in chariots and horses and weaponry, as it uh, says, for example, in Ezekiel. Um, but in this letter, the author of, the, of this, these letters of Peter um, offers a word of encouragement that before the foundation of the world, um, you know, God uh, had planned for us this uh, ability to trust in God, this God who would raise uh, people from the dead, who would even be willing to um, sacrifice himself and his only son um, so that you can uh, have faith and hope and be set in God. Um, and so I, it's there's only been two times where I've offered a safety brief. A safety brief are these things that uh, you stand in formation on a Friday afternoon before you get released for the weekend, and the commander's like checking the box, making sure you know to you know not get in trouble, not get hurt. Um, but it's also um, something to remind yourself that uh, there are dangers that I may not be able to protect you from. Um, you know, if you get if if you get pulled over, you get a DUI, or you get 
um, do something crazy, you can be held liable as a civilian. Um, you'll probably be tried as a service member, but um, this the the love of God is maybe not unlike the love of a responsible commander who lets you go. Like he's not going to hold too tight, um, and when he lets you go, he wants to make sure that you you know what the stakes are. Um, that there may be pain, as in labor, um, but there there's also great hope um, in the expectation of a new child. Hi, this is Laura calling from Maryland, and I have a prayer request for a healthy pregnancy and baby as we bring new life into our family and for our daughter as she becomes a big sister. You say, I'm a big sister. I'm a big sister. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's first formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.